and welcome to this emergency broadcast from the Undercut Podcast. We're back from our winter break a little early to discuss, uh, well, just today's breaking news, actually. We're going back for just one topic and one topic alone, which is, of course, that Gunther Steiner has left Haas. I'm Jesse Billington, and I'm joined by returning friend of the show live from a secure location. It's the Haas chap. How are you? Good evening. Uh, I've genuinely developed a headache over the last three hours with the news, uh, trying to figure out exactly what's going on and the amount of messages like yourself and um, other various people all over social media and uh, trying to get in contact with me. But other than that, I'm at work uh, and rather fun. Without further ado, I feel it's time to get down to brass tacks. And um, as many of you might have heard by this point, Haas have opted to not renew Gunther's contract as team principal for Haas F1. And this isn't something anyone really saw coming. It's come as a bit of a surprise to everyone. So um, what, what are your initial thoughts on his departure? It's a bit of a shock. Uh, there was the news that had been broken by motorsport.com uh, that there was a rumour that Simone Rechter, who's the who was the technical director for the Monogram Hatchet One team, had resigned over a disagreement with Gene Haas, the owner of it, over the development and the technical um, sort of fear and um, direction that the team has been going in and should be going in. Um, and it's all a bit difficult to kind of really fathom this is actually just happened because there are rumours that we hear all the time and you can speculate as much as you want and you kind of brush them off as they come and go because there's a million and one rumours that come about. And you never really hear from anything again. But then there was another one that was on one of the Formula One subreddits. And it was a live discussion. And it says, at five o'clock, there's going to be this announcement that they're dropping Gunter from the team. And I was a bit, oh, well, if Simone Arrestas go, could Gunter go? It's not completely out of the question. But I suppose my feeling is, a bit conflicting because he was the one who approached Gene Haas in the first place to to start a Formula One team. But as we've seen over the, apart from 2022, which was a bit of a highlight because we've not put anything in 2021, it's a team that kind of has really struggled since 2018 to reach anything above P8 in their constructive championships and even though there's a lot that Gunter has brought to not only the sport in itself but into the wider F1 community it, it, it's kind of a bit of a, a a strange pill to swallow really. Yeah it's very much an odd one 
And I mean, yeah, I've got a quote from Gene Haas. He said, moving forward, it was clear we needed to improve our on-track performances. We had had successes, but we need to be consistent in delivering results that help us reach our wider goals as an organization. Haas added, in appointing Io Komatsu, we fundamentally have engineering at the heart of our management. And like you've already mentioned, Gene Haas wanted to enter F1 to promote his machine tools business, and Steiner set up the team with a plan to buy as many parts as possible from Ferrari. he had had previous links with Ferrari. He got on well with the principals there, so he was able to sort of organise and concoct this sort of partnership of parts. And has to do the minimum required by the rules to be termed a constructor, which is essentially uh, they design their chassis and the car's aerodynamic surfaces, but the majority of the car's drivetrain, its gearbox, come from Ferrari. And while this is a very cost-effective approach, and it's proven so certainly through the cost cap era of late, it does limit the team's ability to create their own design and solve their own problems. And this is where we've started to see this downfall coming in, certainly as cars are developed, as um, sort of technical directors have been put into place. Haas have struggled often to keep up that pace because they don't fundamentally understand what they're changing, it seems. And they've suffered almost since their inception, really, failing to understand the complexity of Pirelli's tyres as well. They don't really get how the rear suspension works we saw through i think 2018 and 19 with the wishbones heating up i think it was wishbones or leaf springs across the rear heating up and changing the car's ride height which gave them great pace through qualifying but then would often fall back through the field once the race started due to an alternate essentially a different setup as the temperature of the car altered so there's been a lot of problems and like you've already mentioned this news of Gunther leaving comes along with the news that the technical director, Simona Resta, has also left the team. At present, it's unclear whether Resta is going back to Ferrari, where he started out, his former employer. Um, at the time of recording, I've done a bit of digging. I haven't heard who will be replacing him either. According to the Italian edition of Motorsports, uh, technical, director, technical director Resta, try saying that with a mouthful of marshmallows, has left due to disagreements with owner Gene Haas and a reported lack of motivation, which is going to be a sort of reoccurring sort of theme through much of the discussions people have already started having around why Gunther has left um, Haas and the sort of why the splits occurred. Um, Resta joined Haas from Ferrari in January 2021 with the Italian set to help the team running on their Ferrari powered engines. He was hopefully going to be one of the sort of members of the team that would help them take a step forward as we now know. 2021 was very much a fallow year for the team. They opted not to undergo development and focus on the new directives for 2022. And we saw a bit of an uptick in performance coming into that new year. The car was a lot more performant or performable if that's an even a phrase, at the start of the season, it was a lot more competitive and we saw that fantastic race from Kevin Magnussen in Bahrain. But since then, the results haven't been good with Haas finishing in the bottom of the field for 2023. And there's just been an inherent problem with their chassis design. They don't get what's happening behind the driver. And that means there's no sort of continuity or contiguity of the car that's down its length. Motorsport.com suggests that Resta no longer found motivation in Haas and disagreements began back last year when he was eager to spend the development budget on the first version of the VF23. We saw a sort of second iteration of the car appear, which was sort of touted as being sort of the white Red Bull, but very little actually came of that development, which was quite late in the season. I think it was about Mexico time. Gina Haas wanted the car to follow the design of Red Bull instead, which is reported to have been the main sticking point between the two parties and possibly one of the reasons why Haas has gotten rid of its two 
Ferrari linked associates, really, if they're looking to try and follow the very different style of car that Red Bull produces. So the question is, with this departure of both Resta and Steiner, both with these close links to Ferrari, do we think we'll see Haas move away from being a Ferrari customer team in 2026? I I would really like that. It's not necessarily something that I have against Ferrari in principle, but I think if you're going to be banking on a team that over the past few years has kind of really dipped, it's had a roller coaster of performance, um, really ever since Kimi Raikkonen uh, departed the team, and Sebastian Vettel, to be fair. Um, I think it really needs a big shake-up because they've been partners with Ferrari since the team's inception. In 2014, um, even though they, were, they didn't enter for another two years because of the, you know, the change in the technical directive, so they ended up in, starting in 2016, I think they really need to move away from it because Ferrari haven't got the greatest track record when it comes to reliability. They're obviously very tied to being um, uh, putting themselves first, as a lot of engine manufacturers do, but it's not necessarily just about all the engine manufacturing side of it because their has effectively become the test bed for Ferrari. So then what that means is that anything that happens bad to hash, Ferrari can then take that and then put their own advantage on it. I think it's also difficult because you mentioned about the chassis in the fact that they're not even Ferrari or Haas because they're Delara. They're a completely independent chassis manufacturer. So when you've got three different entities trying to come together to manufacture a car, that you've got to make sure that communication and that um, that that syncopation between all three it can, it's kind of no wonder it would start to become a little bit messy, and that's when you sort of a problem. And it's a uh, chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And if the weakest link is within the chassis, it's an inherent part of the design of the car. If it's within the engine, then it kind of melts into everything else. It's not like you can take one bit and go, oh, we'll just change that. and all of a sudden the car will be fixed because everything is designed around everything else. So I'd love to see a move away from Ferrari. And I would, and I said this in a conversation with Timo, uh, fellow colleague of the show, uh, that I would like to see Haas move forward with Ford, considering the connections that the Stuart Haas racing team in NASCAR have got with Ford, and they won the Xfinity Championship last year in a Ford and Red Bull are moving with Ford in 2026 for the new technical director. For me, it would kind of be a bit of a no-brainer for Jim Hatt to say to Ford, is there something that we can do? And then try and find some other um, direction to go with the chassis because I don't think having to ship out all of your engineers to Italy for Dallara and then having to move them on to Marinello for suspension and other engine components, and then having to move all the way back to Banbury, which then put together. It's just a real messy situation. So I think what 
what I'd like to see is I'd like Haas to kind of conglomerate all of their component parts into one space. It could be in America. That's where they want to do it. It's going to be harder in America because it's a very European-centric sport. But I think they just need. I think the team kind of needs to downsize itself in terms of its spread and where everything is made, so that they can concentrate and use their budget within the cost cap more effectively, so they're not having to spread it over three different countries. Yeah, they are very much suffering a situation of too many cooks spoil the broth sort of thing. They've got too many different corporations trying to sort of come together and build an F1 car by committee. And as we've seen with the big sort of winners of the past few seasons, you can't win a championship by committee. You look at the sort of the dedication and sort of one track mindedness of the likes of Red Bull and Mercedes. You've got to either go for it or not go for it. You can't have three different teams trying to come together. And I like the idea of the Ford partnership. It makes sense with Hass's other sort of outreaches, the other racing programs that exists within. And equally, if you're like you said, you simply cannot just sort of take out the Ferrari engine and drop in a new one. You've got to have a completely new sort of chassis to go with it. And the fact that it extends so much as to like the engine covers, how they direct airflow towards the rear wing, that then impacts how you set up your rear suspension, therefore your front suspension. It has to be a completely clean sheet design. And it'll be interesting to see what they're able to turn up to for the 2024 season with if they have a completely new design they won't be the only team with a completely new design on the grid. Obviously, Mercedes are coming along with something which they are touting as being revolutionary. But given how late this news has come, I'm wondering whether or not we might actually see a further iteration, a sort of VF23.2, just to get us through this year, another fallow season for Haas, before they come up with something for 2025, looking to sort of develop forwards into 26 and beyond. I don't think they'll survive if they try and do two fallow years and wait out these 2026 regulations. They won't come soon enough. We'll get back to that in a bit, though, because, of course, while we haven't heard who's replacing Resta, we do know who is replacing Gunther Steiner. And that new man is someone you might already recognise, you might have heard the name of before, because it is the director of engineering at the team, Ayo Komatsu. And do we think he's a good fit for the role? I'll give you a quick rundown of his CV for listeners that might not sort of know the ins and outs of Haas as a team, or certainly Ayo. Um, sort of previous roles in 2003 he started as an f1 tire engineer at british american racing i think wasn't it called bar and then 2006 he transferred to renault f1 starting out as a performance engineer in 2006 he progressed to race engineer for the team for both petrov and grosjean in 2011 2015 saw him move to the role of chief race engineer at lotus f1 obviously renault became lotus he moved up through the ranks sticking pretty much with roman grosjean interestingly 2016 he became the trackside engineering director at Haas f1 team when the team sort of first hit the ground in formula one and then in 2024 this year he is now the team principal for the sort of the outfit which is very interesting and he said in the sort of press release has put out i'm looking forward to leading our program and the various competitive operations internally to ensure we can build a structure that promotes improved on-track performances we obviously haven't been competitive enough recently which has been a source of frustration for us all so a good fit i think an excellent fit i really don't think other than somebody like peter crawler who is the, uh, the team manager, who also would be sitting on the pit lane. Uh, he was sat in the middle next to Gunther and Ayo. Uh, he would have been a good fit, but I actually think Ayo is probably a slightly better fit. I think considering 
the, the difficulties that we've seen in the engineering side of cash, which is sort of baffling in a way, because they're a company that makes CNC machines. It would have been it would have been odd for them to have not picked up the engineering side quite as well as they have done but anyway. If the the fact that it's not necessarily uh, an internal staffing issue with the team, it is literally the car is not going as fast and it is not sustaining the time as much as it needs to be. I think it's a really good because you've got somebody who has a very good track record within engineering, within successful Formula One teams. Like Renault. Renault was an absolute powerhouse 2006-2007. It would be foolish for me to think that he would come in and then all of a sudden the, the team completely changed and that the car is all of a sudden going to be fighting for the championship. Or, of course, I'd love to see it. But I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. But if he's confident that he's going to be able to build a structure within the team and within the staff that is more geared towards the engineering and less geared about worried with what's what's within the rumour mill, if there's going to be uh, a budgeting issue, if there's going to be um, some sort of press thing. Course, Gunter's been at the forefront really of team principal exposure purely because of his impressions left on the world with Drive to Survive. And if I was coming in to this with a slightly more keyed head on actual engineering and actually in well placed development, I think it's a really good thing. Because even though Gunther Steiner was chief mechanic for Collison Senior when he was in his rally days, it's, it's been clear that Gunter Stunner has not really touched a spanner in quite a long time and that he's very much more on the business side. We heard about his stuff with a sitcom <laughs> and uh, the book, Surviving to Drive. Um, I, I think IU's going to be a good fit and I would certainly hope that he is a stable and a more measured um, element for the team that isn't going to fly off the handle in situations that then get spread all over Twitter. I kind of want, like Prime Ministers, I don't want a personality Prime Minister. I want somebody who can do it well. And even though I did think at times Gunther did, really, did a really good job, there were times where his personality overtook his ability. Yeah, I th it's yeah. I think Ayu is is coming into a team that's been well set up. One of the things that we will give Gunter credit for is he is, while it's been a long time since he's been a very good sort of technical manager, he is a very good people manager. He is a great people person, and I think he has staffed the team well and built up a strong and competent team under him. But what it needs now is someone who really understands the technical side of things to give a good group of people the right technical steer and hopefully what he's done is left a relatively good legacy team that will be able to actually push them forwards with the correct sort of mechanical knowledge and like you said yes it's been a while since we've seen Gunter actually sort of spannering and engineering 
engineering a car, but he is a fantastic business person, a fantastic people person. So hopefully the work he's put in will still prove valuable to Hass and we'll sort of have the positive echoes of that still trickling down as it moves in this new direction. So I think IO or IO is, is going to be a good fit, actually. Yeah. So we're, we're heading in the right direction. And I like the fact that we haven't seen Gene Hass step in and go, right, I'm the team principal now. I'm going to solve this. He's clearly looked at the situation and gone for the person who is the best fit for the role. And that gives me a bit of hope that we're going to see a really strong move forwards from Haas as when they can sort of build on this so the real question I've got then is where next for Gunther where next for Gunther I mean he's as far as I'm aware he's still currently living in the States so whether he I don't know goes back into NASCAR from where he previously was before he started the um, the Formula 1 thing with Gene does he go back um, to rallying he might go back into rallying in some sort of managerial position. Does he become a consultant? Does he become... I can't see him becoming a pundit. That would be hilarious, but I can't really see him. Oh, oh could he... Um, uh, could he replace uh, Danica Patrick? I would like that. <laughs> I think a lot of people would prefer Gunther Steiner over Danica Patrick. So. that's by the by I think there's, there's options open for Gunther and equally at this point in time I think he'd be happy to go and take sort of make a step back towards a more technical role potentially at a different team maybe go towards sort of back to Red Bull go to Ford go to Ferrari where he's got connections and go back to a more sort of technical operation side of things and just sort of settle down to something not quite so intensive not quite so forefront but equally if he goes for an Italian team he's still I think he's still sort of part-time lives in Italy he's Italian by birth despite the name so it would make sense for him to sort of return home in a certain sense but like I said, we're going to keep this podcast relatively short. It is very much an emergency broadcast and we have got Henry stood out in the cold at the moment making this one from a secure location. So we'll move on to some departing views and we have um, obviously two members of the team couldn't really join us. This was quite last minute, but Timo did submit um, his point of view on this, which was Haas haven't really changed much with the time since they came into F1 and when they've done so, it's not gone well. Looking at you, Rich Energy and Mazepin. And despite making some promising steps forwards at times, they do seem to be their own worst enemy and despite Steiner's consistency he's both responsible and a victim for the lack of overall progress the team made especially when Haas failed to capitalize on the new regs which I think is quite a fair statement it sort of gives as much as it takes from them um, change is needed there and hopefully this can be the start of a turnaround for the team because as a neutral we all want to see them succeed look at P5 in Bahrain and Poland in Brazil for example we want more of that and we don't want Haas to fade into obscurity hopefully they can do damage control for now and maybe do what stake is doing for focusing on 2026. I think that sounds good. I think if I will add anything to this is that if you uh, I heard a few people um, online mentioning the particular language that's used in the state released by the team uh, on behalf of Gene Hack is that it sounds like the implication is Gunter turns to Gene potentially for more investment. And this may be part of a sticking point in the fact that Gene has said, no, you need to try and work with what you've got more. I believe there's more within the car. And we just need the more money to reach the cost cap, which 
despite the um, big uh, investment that we've seen over the past two years from people like MoneyGram and then Chipotle and Travis Matthew and Tom Angel, the team still haven't hit cost cap. I'm certainly hoping that whatever lies in store for Hash next is a bright future and a good future because even though there's been a lot of speculation about second American dreams like Andretti being thrown into the mix in 2027, 2028, I think they claimed it was, to lose for, for people's job security to be on the line. It's been really nice to see Gene Tat actually step in and go, it's not over where we're still plowing on. Gunshot isn't the centre of everything. It's my team. I'm going to crack off because actually I know the value of Formula One and actually what the value of having a Formula One team is in this era, particularly for his own brand, for his image and the livelihood of all of those who work under him in his name. So it's been, it's been quite nice to see that um, Gene's actually kind of pulled up to, um, to the occasion and not let it all sink mm-hmm. into dinership joke there. Yes, yeah, he's he stood up with his team and sort of said, yeah, at the end of the day, this is my name quite literally on the front of it. I'm going to stand up and support it for good for this one. Um, Ellie May gave us the very short and snappy sort of response of, well, something has to change for that team. And I think she's right. There does need to be a change coming. But equally, one that I did pull and did want to mention purely for the comedy value of it was uh, William Story's view on Twitter, which was Alfida saying her vanka, an astute move from Gene Haas. Steiner was incompetent and duplicitous. There is vastly more performance potential to be tapped with Ferrari as partners. Engineering can now be the focus. And that is a very interesting sentiment, which makes no sense as Ferrari's design at present isn't the quickest and Haas weren't able to get anywhere close to Ferrari's pace, let alone the front of the field. So again, a major misunderstanding of Formula One and the technical regulations by Rich Energy and William Story. Equally, um, Gunter isn't, is, well, he's, he's Italian, not German. So Alfredo saying Hervanka doesn't really actually sort of, doesn't really correlate. You've sort of missed both your shots with that one. William story is an absolute joke. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> a proper skin flute, really. Um, Honestly. Yeah. So there, I think that, that that lighthearted sort of blast of Huss history is a, is a really nice point to end on. I'd, I'd like to sort of round this out by actually dipping into some notes I've written for a different episode of the same podcast, which is a review of Surviving to Drive. I listened to it recently as an audio book, and there is one thing that really sticks out to me at this point as we sort of, not so mourn Gunther's departure from Haas, but certainly sort of look back at it, celebrate it, and look at sort of what's next for Haas. Um, I want to read a section from my review, which is... Um, Steiner's touching remarks on Harvey Cook, who passed away during the 2022 season, affirm that behind the sweary outer is a driven man who cares deeply about the team he steers. And while he might outwardly seem to treat his drivers with disdain, the support and drive he instills in the people that construct the team goes beyond simply being a good boss. And I think that for me is will be the sort of lasting legacy and idea I have of Gunther Steiner. If this is the last we see of him, for me, having sort of read his book, having sort of written this and looked back on what he's actually achieved and driven the team to do, the character and the sort of driven manager he is, for me, that says more than sort of 
any clip from Drive to Survive could. So I think it, it gives us a, a perfect point to end upon. We wish Haas the best with their next sort of adventure as they sort of step on into the great unknown of F1 with a new team principle, hopefully a new technical direction. And um, we'll be back as a podcast, the Undercut Podcast. We'll be back in probably a few weeks' time with a load more of the news from the off-season. Henry, where can the people find you? I suppose it's quite obvious, really. You are the Haas chap. Yeah, you can find me at the Haas chap on uh, Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, and if you want to throw me a message, you Perfect. And of course, if you want more of the podcast, you can find us across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, drop us a comment in the comment section with if you want to see someone else as the Has Team Principal, let us know in the YouTube comment section or find us on social media and shout at us there. We're across Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Um, I don't think we've got a sort of any other ones but yeah go find us on social media let us know who you who you'd have liked to have seen or if you'd like to have seen gene um step up himself and give it a go as team principal interesting theory there if not we'll be back later on this month with some more news from the off season thank you very much for your time henry and thank you very much to you listeners 